You're listening to the Jiu-Jitsu Lou podcast and I'm Lou Temlett. I'm guessing you're having a good day because either you've been on the mats, are considering getting on the mats or maybe even taking your child to train. I'm so happy you're here listening or watching this episode. Please don't tap out before the end. When you want to feel the fear and do it anyway, enter a jiu-jitsu competition. So this week, I'm going to be talking about uh, entering or supporting teammates at a competition. Now, back in uh, July and August, my child decided that they wanted to enter a competition. And there was lots of talk in the school about entering and practicing and training uh, and all of that. And I thought I would also enter the competition. And if you've listened to previous episodes, you'll know that I didn't get a match. Um, I was refunded because there were no competitors in my bracket or category. Um, So I was in Masters 3, Masters 4 at the time and in the heavyweight category. So there I was left with my refunded competition entry fee and my child, uh, I took my child to take part in the competition And we had a number of people from the school there, um, which I'm incredibly grateful. Um, Mentioning again, Coach Felix was there very much in a supporting role. And it was quite an exciting thing. We'd we'd been, I'd taken my children to a previous competition um, just to watch and support teammates and just to get a, a feel for what the atmosphere was like, what the setup was like, so that we were familiar for future opportunities to compete. So there we are at the competition in um, September. Uh, my child was there ready to get on the mats. They were really excited about um, competing, uh, which was great. Went in with an expectation of going in to win and having the confidence. But actually, when we got there, there was there was some nerves. Uh, there was a bit of anxiety. And you can kind of feel the tension, especially, you know, it wasn't for myself, but for my child, really feeling that energy um, and the mix of emotions. But it was very exciting, um, you know, seeing their name on the board as you kind of walk in. And then on the on kind of mat mat one, I think, because it was one of the very, very early matches of the day. So when you enter competitions, there is a fee. And this obviously is in addition to, you know, any money that you pay towards, you know, your training um, and any additional kind of competition preparation that you decide to go for. So there is a consideration from that perspective. Um, there are three of us, me and my two children. So when we want to compete, it's not just one entry fee, it's three entry fees. And of course, we all at the moment train in gi and there is an opportunity to enter no gi competitions. Um, And whilst that's not the same amount again, it is another amount usually. Now, my experience is limited in terms of competitions, so I'm sharing what I know, and I'm sure you'll have your own experiences. So there's kind of that cost aspect, and there is the, you know, just the excitement. So there we are on the day, all of us are there supporting, we've got some, you know, very calm and kind of, you know, match-ready conversation from Coach Felix. And my child goes onto the mats. 
whilst they're nervous, they're excited, ready to win. Um, and the match doesn't necessarily go their way, but they have a, a follow-up match because often there are kind of, you know, heats. Um, you'll have one match and then wrap up that match and then maybe within five or ten minutes have another match. Um, and I know some of you listening will already know this, but I was chatting with my child earlier and asking them what they felt about the whole mix of things. And, you know, they absolutely went in to win. And, you know, some of the advice that I've I've got from my child is they they didn't have an expectation that they would lose. So the, the kind of come down after a match and not winning that particular match was really hard from thinking you're going to win to not winning at all. Um, and obviously there's the concept of if you don't win, you learn. But I think that balance of the possibility that you might not win that match, but they hadn't really taken that on board, which is fantastic. You know, going in with a winning mindset is absolutely where you need to be. And they had a strategy and it didn't quite work out on the day. But their second match was incredible. It lasted much longer. There was a lot more fire and energy. And it really was quite incredible to see the difference from the very first match to the second match. Um, and yes, there was a lot of emotions kind of pouring out afterwards, almost the relief and the exhaustion, because these matches take a lot out of you. And every time I've gone to watch competitions, both me and my children um, all love watching no-gi matches because we train in gi and we know, know okay, so I need to just correct myself. They're not moves, they're positions. Um, I'm still in my dance mode, so forgive me. One of my teammates kindly shared that uh, we're talking about positions. Um, so mount, side control, guard, all of those things. So I'm just correcting myself uh, because I don't always get things right first time, and that's okay. So just the feeling about being in competitions and watching the nogi, it feels really exciting. Um, and I think that's, you know, it's the unknown. Watching an experience that you're not so familiar with is just, you know, exhilarating and different and all of those things. So um, watch out. We may well all be doing nogi matches in the future. So for me, I didn't have a competitor and I'd really built myself up for this um, competition. I'd taken extra competition classes and my fitness level was going up and I was ready. I was really ready. So for me, the, the come down of not having a match, um, however, I did pack my gi in the car just in case. And of course, you know, it's not likely that there are going to be any competitors on the day. I guess there could be, but I hadn't told anyone I had my gi in, in, in my car ready. But that's one of the reasons why I set up this podcast, to start encouraging more women to think about training jujitsu uh, or even any martial art, just to encourage women to have an interest, whether it's their partner or their children, to even, you know, step on the mats themselves and experience what jujitsu can do for them. Um, and I think that the proof really is in your own experience in doing that. So, I would love in uh, before I'm 50, uh, which is not that many years away, to have my first match. And that's what I'm aiming at. 
at the moment, I'm feeling like I'm completely plateauing in my knowledge and experience. It doesn't feel like uh, I'm progressing very far. But I was watching some stuff on Instagram, as you do, uh, of all the jujitsu people that I follow. And uh, Malachi Freeman, I think, Friedman. And he was saying, you know, you're not plateauing. You're just possibly refining the moves that you learn. Because obviously the growth from... Um, not ever training martial arts to the first few weeks or, you know, six months or a year is is massive, the, the kind of growth curve. And then it does feel like you're plateauing. But remember that we're all just refining the moves, perfecting them, getting deeper grips. I will take heart from the experience of um, all of the, the moves and techniques that I've learned and just refining them and not be so hard on myself about the feeling of plateauing um, because the growth curve will happen again in, in this sport or other activities. And that's OK. So I will put myself um, up for a, another competition. I don't know when. We were at a competition last weekend supporting fellow teammates, Ollie, Hugh and Lewis. And it was really good to watch them and be there supporting, um, kind of seeing the techniques and the emotion as well. I, I love the fact that when I took my child, whilst they lost two of the matches, they still wanted to compete again. And I think that's the same. You know, when I spoke to Ollie um, after his match, you know, he was absolutely uh, up for competing again. And I think if you get in uh, competitions early in your jiu-jitsu career, from my experience, it feels like you're more likely to continue competing. The later you leave the competition entry, maybe it feels like, you know, the less chance that you will put yourself in for competitions. So obviously that's that's my uh, kind of thoughts on the matter. There are lots of different variations um, and people will, you know, say different things and that's and that's okay. Um, but from my experience and my kind of reality right now, that if if I started competing earlier, I would probably still be competing and get that competition bug. Um, and I think maybe I, it's like getting a tattoo. When you get your first tattoo, you go, oh, well, that's cool. Oh, I can add to add to more and more and more. Uh, and you get that bug for wanting more, more tattoos. So maybe that's the same with competitions um, or any of those things. This is a jiu-jitsu podcast with me, Lou Temlett, coming to you from the UK. And today I'm talking about entering jiu-jitsu competitions and supporting fellow teammates. Okay, so some advice for competitions, and this is advice from me talking with people that have competed um, and my non-competition experience. But I really feel when I've chatted with other women, on the mats at my school. It really is about encouraging each other. So when I was uh, chatting with Jareen, uh, one of my fellow female teammates on the mat last night, we both have children and we often have to leave after the GB1 class and deal with the children and all of those things. But we both decided to stay last night, obviously with permission of our children, uh, which you have to kind of do. And bearing in mind that it's half term, so the children, you know, can have a little bit of a later bedtime, not every night. But actually, it was it was the encouragement between us 
um, you know, kind of saying, you know, do you want to do you want to train GP2 or or not? Should we do it? Yeah, we'll do it. Um, and that was really nice. And I think that's the same with competition. That if you have a fellow teammate and they go, oh, do you want to do this? It's kind of that camaraderie between between the two of you or even a bigger group of you. Shall you do it? You know, should we not? Um, and, and just that encouragement, you know, even the the conversations in our WhatsApp group, you know, I think when you see one person, you go, oh, well, maybe it's a good idea to, to join this competition. Oh, well, these people are competing. Well, I compete. I can, you know, train to compete too. So I think that's really nice to be able to um, be encouraged um, by other people around you because sometimes the motivation it's difficult sometimes to find it within yourself unless you have a an outwardly kind of competitive spirit 24-7. Do you put yourself in for every single competition? And of course, an unlimited budget, which I know some of us don't have. So take heart from your teammates. You know, ask the question, are you going to compete? Because it's sowing the seed of that mindset um, likewise, you know, if you've got friends that don't already train jiu-jitsu, you know, suggest it to them. You know, when you're suggesting ideas, I think it gives um, another another person an idea to think, well, maybe I should. It's been suggested. So com- competing, uh, I'm definitely going to go committing here now. Definitely going to put myself down for another competition, uh, maybe before the end of the year, but um, certainly at the beginning of next year. I know there's some competitions coming up in March and I will commit to um, taking more competition classes because I think my experience having recently been promoted to um, train the advanced class, then uh, until you're in kind of advanced mode at uh, the school um, that I train at, the submissions aren't, you know, week in, week out training. So I need to up my submission game. Arm bars, chokes, um, they are all there for me to practice, but I'm still going to keep my half guard strong. Anyone that's already rolled with me uh, at my school. Anyway, I just also want to say thank you so much for joining me this far on my episodes. You know, little did I know kind of two months ago, I'd be um, hosting a jujitsu podcast, having had experience in the podcast world um, prior to this, you know, it's really given me a good base. I would like to say a combat base uh, from a jujitsu perspective, uh, which is one of the strongest bases you can, you can have. Anyway, I diversify. Thank you very much for listening. It really is encouraging. I have to take obviously time out of my other elements of lives because I know if you train jujitsu, you are more than likely to have work, family, home, social, other activities that you do. And it all takes time and dedication. And, you know, we only show up when we really want to achieve or take part in something. You know, if you if you don't want to do something, then you don't. So today I have been talking about entering jiu-jitsu competitions and supporting fellow teammates. And I will continue to support teammates at any upcoming competitions you know, it's always really good to get that energy and vibe from, you know, competition space. And I've got um, the lovely Lucy Wheeler, who I am interviewing over the weekend for next week's episode. 
And she happened to turn up at the competition that we were at last weekend. And it was fantastic to meet her in person. So listen out and watch out for next week's episode uh, with Lucy. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Please do tell your friends about this show. Um, And I'd really appreciate you to subscribe on whichever podcast platform you're watching or listening on. And why not leave a review? I would love to read uh, what you'd like to hear or see coming up on future episodes. So um, drop me a line. Remember that um, patches uh, and T-shirts will be online very soon. I know I keep saying this. Patches are on their way. And I just want to say thank you to one of my teammates. Uh, They have ordered their uh, Jiu-Jitsu Lou podcast T-shirt And as I said last week, uh, being designer, there will be more designs coming up. So if you have uh, any ideas or would like uh, a a Jiu-Jitsu Lou t-shirt, podcast t-shirt, drop me a DM. Anyway, thank you for supporting my journey and being here. I look forward to having you listening in again. Take care. Bye. Bye.